This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where personal spiritual growth is fueled through a variety of practices rather than a single prescriptive time of devotion, where we discuss different spiritual practices that help us be more present with God, others, and ourselves. What's going on, practitioners? What's up? How are we doing? We are talking about liturgical prayer. And liturgical prayer is cool. Yes. And here's the deal. Uh, to all of our low church, evangelical, Baptist, Assembly of God, whatever kind of listener you are, you hear that word, that word liturgy, and you run for the hills. But here's the deal. But here's the deal. Everybody has a liturgy. Everyone has a liturgy. And here's the deal. To all my traditional Baptist people, you have a very identifiable liturgy in your history. Yep. You got two of them. Recitation of the Lord's Prayer and the singing of the doxology at the end of the service. <laughs> Both of those are forms of liturgy. Yeah, um, but there is a difference that we do need to, to specify that there is a formal liturgy, right? Mm-hmm. And then there is an informal liturgy, right? Yes. The informal liturgy is different hymns that you sing every week. And yep. The... the variants in and the, the sermon whatever all that sort of stuff we have more of an informal liturgy here well we have a very informal liturgy um there are some things that we do that are more liturg like more formal like at the our benedictions our benedictions are, are more formal liturgies but um then your formal liturgy is the thing the that thing that you think of when you hear Liturgy. Yeah, the yeah. thing you do every week. <laughs> yeah, it's always the, the same. same thing. Not not that we have an like we have a sermon time. Yeah, but that there's this one thing we do every single week, and it's the exact same thing in the exact same place. Yep. Um, readings might change. Uh, yeah, but that would still fall into more informal liturgy, unless you were following. A, a, a set pattern yeah, throughout. Unless you were following... The uh, liturgical calendar. Yes, yeah. with your readings. Yeah. yeah. So, liturgical prayer is... Adele has this great quote here in her book about uh, liturgical prayer. Uh, she specifically is talking about liturgy. She says, liturgy is grounded in repetition, not improvisation. Yes, that, that (laughs) end podcast here. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like liturgy is about the repetition. Yeah. And so much of what we do in our prayer lives is Mm. about the improvisation. It's spontaneous. It's walking. It's the going about. It's being on pilgrimage. It's, you know, whatever we're doing for our practice it's about the improv. It's about the spontaneity. Yep. Liturgy is about repetition. Mm. Uh, if you can think back to our sacred pathways. Traditionalist. The traditionalist would fit very well with liturgical prayer. Yeah, I'm trying to find, I'm having a hard time remembering um, exactly. Um, 
a good example of like a liturgical prayer would be the Kyrie song. Or the Lord's Prayer. Or the Lord's Prayer, but we're talking about re- repetition, right? Yeah, yeah. So in that same um in that same regard, um oh, yeah. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Yeah. Right? Like that that is a perfect example because of the repetitive nature of yeah. that. Yeah. I mean Or the Shema. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's a great like historical biblical one that we could go to. And it's like, yeah. And the reason I keep saying the Lord prayer is because in the Didache, we talked about this on finding some perspectives. The Didache is uh, uh, something written about the same time as the new Testament. And it's, um, it's literally called the teachings, the teachings of the Christians. And in chapter eight, verse three, it tells them, it instructs them to, to, to pray the Lord's Prayer three times a day. Yeah. That's liturgy. Yeah. That's liturgical prayer. That's the practice. We actually talked about that on um, our... Oh, yeah, when you're praying the hours. Yeah. yeah. The, or uh, fixed the, hour the prayer. Fixed hour thing. prayer. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, liturgical prayer is very helpful because it gets us out of the rhythm of always doing spontaneous, improvising kind of prayer practices. And we were talking about this... Um, last week in the the listening prayer too but mm-hmm. like spontaneous prayer is really hard to do all the time extremely it is really hard to do it's easier in moments of crisis mm-hmm. cuz um, you're like god i have an immediate need i need this from you right now i have an immediate need i'm hurting i'm i'm in danger whatever yes. God meet my need. Yep. Spontaneous prayer is good for those things. One well, yeah. for praying for healing or, or whatever. Now you can intercessions. Use, yeah. Yeah. You can, there are prayers like liturgical prayers for those things too. There but, are. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, um, that, that's why we have the, the book of common prayer, right? Like, yeah, that is, fun, this is fundamentally why we have that book. Yeah, that I, I actually carry around with me all the time. <laughs> do you really? I have it in my in my bag that I take with me to work. Yeah. Do you carry your Bible with you? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's always in my. I was fixing to say, yeah, no. what kind of Christian are you that you're carrying the <laughs> Book of Common Prayer and not carrying around the Bible? Uh, a good Orthodox. <laughs> <laughs> no, swear. Ben Ben used to do that. Oh, really? Yeah, because he he his Bible was always. And he had one in his car. He had one at the office. Yeah. He had one at home. But he only had one copy of the Common Book of Prayer. So I used to make fun of him all the time about it. <laughs> he would carry that. He'd just carry around the Common Book of Prayer and wouldn't carry around a Bible. Yeah. I mean, technically, we all have, we can all have Bibles on our phones now, too. So yeah, it's just I'm a, different. But I'm a preacher. I want to hear those pages turn. Yeah. I like it. I do Which, keep my hard copy of my NRSV in my bag right next yeah, to okay. the Book That's, of Common Prayer. I actually keep my NRSV and my voice Bible with me all the time. Because my voice Bible is the one that I do all my readings out of, like my devotional time. But my NRSV is the one that I do like all of our story and content out of. I don't keep my voice Bible with me. One, because it's so clunky. But because the one that I read out of most of the time, if I am going to my voice, is uh, when I was at a previous church, I had a group of students that 
gave me one of their bi- one of the voice Bibles as I was leaving, and they all wrote like little notes in it. Would find yeah, and I was just like, I, yep. I don't, I can't risk this getting messed up. Yeah, well, I had mine rebound if you right. remember. Yep, so and it looked dope. It does look dope. It's dope. It's lambskin dope. leather. It's lambskin leather, and it has scars on it. You do with the metaphor what you want. <laughs> Um, so, the word became flesh. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, so Adele has this quote in here from Henry Nowen. You it's commented on it earlier. You want to read it? I can. Um, actually, I got to get back to it. Um, all right, I got it. Yeah, Prayer, therefore, is the act of dying to all that we consider to be our own and of being born to a new existence, which is not of this world. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And that's that doesn't even necessarily have to be about liturgical prayer either. No, it right? doesn't. Like it just applies to prayer in general. Well, and that that's a good point that I want to make because we you know, last week we did an episode of Pints of Perspective where we talk about what the Bible is. Yeah. Um we've been spent several weeks asking the question what is the Bible? Yeah. Well, last week we answered this is what the Bible is. And and as I was listening back and editing it, there was one thing I left out that I wish I would have added. And that is that it is a place for us to experience formation. Mm. It's a place for us to connect and be encouraged with God and to receive formation. Yeah. And so because of that, liturgical prayer and praying scripture can go hand in hand. They can yeah. be one in the same. Well, I actually have a great example of that that I, I'm actually looking for right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, it's so funny that that's where you went, but... Um, da, 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 da. So, <clears throat> I, this is my adaptation, mm-hmm. okay? It is Philippians 1, mm. 1 through 11. And the, the voice Bible... Um, actually writes that as if Paul was writing it as he was, like, prayed it as he wrote it, right? Yep. Well, it's a, it's a prayer of Paul, yeah. Right. Well, no, Paul actually just says, I am praying for these things. The voice Bible actually writes it out as a prayer. Oh, got you. Which got is kind of dope. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I, I adapted it for our benedictions, and... Uh, it says, Father, may our love grow more and more in wisdom and insight so that we will be able to examine and determine the best from everything else. Mm. And on the day of the anointed one, the day of his judgment, let us stand pure and blameless, filled with the fruit of righteousness that ripens through Jesus the anointed. And all this we pray in a view of God's ultimate praise and glory. Yeah. I, I used to have that memorized. I prayed that every night for like three years. Wow. I had it memorized. I stopped praying it, but. That is a way that we can pray scripture and it also be liturgical in nature. Yeah. So there are there are three kind of main psalm passages that I use as liturgical prayers. Mm. I pray them almost every day. I don't pray them every day. Um, but as we all know, I'm an Enneagram 3. Because of that, Psalm 23, the first three verses, are real helpful for me. And so I pray as liturgy every day that I do this, 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his namesake. Even though it's liturgy, and I do it all the time, still just as powerful it's still just and there are moments and days where it hits different there are absolutely moments and days where it just hits different um and then psalm 51 i pray psalm 51 almost every day too the first two verses Mm. oh yeah have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. The one from Psalm 51 that I pray all the time is verse 10, creating me a clean heart, O mm-hmm. God, and a right spirit within me. Yep, yep. I actually had that etched on the inside here of this ring. Oh, do you really? Yeah. And then... um I also pray um, that my soul thirsts for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, we see forms of liturgy all throughout Scripture, mm-hmm. right? Um, we even see in Acts, they're going to the temple daily to pray. We yeah. see Daniel three times a day praying. Yeah. Fixed our prayer slash liturgical prayer because I do think they're, they're, they can go together. They don't have to, right? You could pray every day. You could pray, and spontaneously. pray spontaneously, and it's not liturgy, right? But that's not what they were doing. I mean, and I don't think that most when most people practice fixed hour prayer, they don't do that. I right? wouldn't think so. I think they're following a liturgy most there, of the time. There are sometimes that like I can't get to my liturgy, and but, so but the alarm goes off. But the alarm goes yeah. off, and I can't get to my liturgy, so I right. But like. Yep. And even if it's like a, a quick, like, a just addressing God and it's like less than two minutes, right? Yeah. Like, um, there are times that that happens, but yeah. most of the time I think everybody follows a liturgy. Um, yeah. But one place that I always like to point to when we talk about, when I talk about liturgical prayer with people and they're like, I have weird feelings yeah. about written prayers. Guess what the Lord's prayer is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, and even, you know, Adele makes this comment in the book, people, people talk about written prayers. Okay. You may not have wrote it down, but if you sit at a dinner table and you bless your food, odds are you say the same thing every time. What is the, how have I blessed food my entire life? Lord Jesus, thank you for this food. Nope. Bless the nourishment of our body. Amen. Close. God bless this food, help us nourish our bodies in Jesus' name. Amen. There you go. Yep. Uh, <laughs> my entire life. <laughs> I'm very much so given over to the gospels and the way that Jesus blesses food. Text says he blessed it and broke it. Yep. Lord bless it. Amen. Amen. Yep. Amen. But like our dad, he will pray the same thing every night. Yep. He will say, um, Lord bless this food to the nourishment of our body, or thank you for this food, bless the nourishment of our body, and bless hands prepared it. Amen. Yep. I had to think about it for a minute because I never yep. say that prayer. Dad always does. But if I'm out with people, you know, and like we're out at a restaurant or whatever, 
most of the time they always look to me to pray. Yeah, yeah. Right, like, because yep. uh, I'm on staff at a church. With yeah, yeah. You're if the, I'm with You're the people, professional Christian. Yeah. I'm the professional Christian. So if I'm with people, I always do your thing. I never do mine. Lord bless it, amen. I just go, Lord bless it, amen. I just put my hand over the food, yep. Lord bless it, amen. Yep, that's so. what I do every time. And that's liturgical. Yep, but even, but even, so this goes back to the informal liturgy, right? So every night I sit down with my kids and I say, okay, we're going to say our prayers. And I say, dear Jesus, and they say, dear Jesus, and I ask them, what do you want to pray for? Mm. And they begin to pray. And my kids are four and three. You get a whole lot of thank you for the TV. Thank you for the TV. Thank, thank you for you mac for, and cheese. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for our books. Thank you for Ryan's World. Thank you for whatever. A for Adelie, whatever. Yeah. yeah, and at the very end, when they're done, I always say, okay, now we're going to say our prayer for Mommy. And our prayer for Mommy every night is, Dear Jesus, please keep Mommy safe and make her feel loved. Because on the nights that I put them to bed, she's still at work. Yeah. Um, and so even with my children, we have a liturgy, both informal in that I've provided them a template through which to pray, but also formal in that we say the exact same prayer for Hunter every night. I just thought about a thing. What? More people do liturgical prayer than they realize, not simply just based on blessing the food, whatever. Now I lay me down to sleep. No, not well. That, too, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that too. But like, no. Um, think about how often we have been taught in our tradition that you have to address God as God first in your prayer. Mm, yeah, you you follow a template. You follow the template of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven. Yep. yep. You address God as God. Yep. You praise and thank Him, and then you ask for forgiveness. Yep. Then you ask for your needs. Yep. Right? Like, that is liturgical. Yeah, at least in template. In yeah. template, right? Like, it can be spontaneous, but that that is informal liturgy. Yeah, for and sure. Every, like, at least in our tradition, most people pray that way. Yeah, well, and that's the whole deal. When the Lord taught us to pray, he said, pray this way. Yeah, he gave our us Father a in heaven. Yeah, that was the whole point. And so it makes sense that our liturgy of prayer even in our improvisation reflects that template sure so liturgical prayer or liturgy is all around us sure if you're in church or if you are living professing as a christian you have liturgy that you are experiencing and participating in the rhythms of i would even like to go as far as to argue that like in the manner of which you pray Mm. Right, like every morning, our dad has this corner in the, in their living room. It, he gets on his knees, he falls on his face, he covers his oh, whole yeah, body yeah, in a blanket yeah. Dude, and prays. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Only when it's cold does he do the blanket thing, but uh, it's most of the time cold in the morning. So yeah, he does so it most almost of the time, every morning. He almost every morning he covers his whole body yeah. in a blanket and he prays. Yeah. His prayers vary, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. he follows a similar template. He prays for the same things, right? When like, there are some times that he's praying the exact same thing every single day. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I would make the argument just in, 
and the posture that he's taking while he prays. It has become liturgy. Yeah. So we're going to talk about posture in prayer in a while. And so I don't want to talk about this too much. No, no, no. But but like, yeah. That is a thing that needed yeah, to be addressed. Yeah, the, the way in which you do it is also liturgy. I mean, think about in the fixed hour prayer, right? Like, oh, I never sent you that app. I'm sorry. No, you still have not sent me that app. Um, I Get on Clayton. It. Yeah, I will find it. It's fine. I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but um, it tells you to kneel, mm. to rise. Yeah. For, for the for the kitty lace on, it tells you to kneel. And then afterwards, you rise. Yeah. Um. And then you light a candle, yeah. right? Like the postures in which you take while you pray do become liturgy. Yep, absolutely. So here's what I want to leave you with. I want to leave you with, we don't we don't talk about, excuse me, we don't talk about this section of Adele's book very often, but for here, I think there are three things that are really good. Adele has a section where she says, what are the God-given fruits of the liturgical prayer? Keeping company with Jesus through the prayers and writings of others. Hmm. Allowing yourself to be led in prayer rather than leading in prayer. And detaching from your own prayer agenda and to-do list for God. And then a fourth one. I love this. We were just talking about this. Staying in dialogue with God when spontaneous prayers run dry.